Music City Digital Media Podcast, starting soon. And we want to thank you for being with Music City Digital Media Network. And if you would like to be on one of our commercials, please make sure you email us at musiccity2018 at gmail.com and put commercial, and we will add you in. Music City Digital Media Network. Well, good morning, Michael Ken. Welcome to Music City Digital Media Network. How are you today? I'm doing great. Listen, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Uh, been really wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah, I know you've been working on a, a really good while. It's good. I appreciate you having me. Well, I'm glad that you could make it. Uh, listen, I know there's a lot of things that people don't know about you out there. Um, that's to probably take a good thing. <laughs> no, well, no, I think they're really missing out on a lot of information. I really do. Um, like, let's take, for example, you know, I'm a real big bio person and mm-hmm. um, I read everyone's. <laughs> so one of the most important things that I saw on there is back in 2006, you won the Nashville Music uh, Network Showcase. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell the people how that all came about and, you know, what song did you perform and, you know, just what's the whole making of that? That's a really prestigious thing to have gone through. Well, I'm kind of a classic person. So, uh, I like the old stuff a lot of times and I've always been a little bit behind the times, you know, and I've always been one of the late bloomers in life and, all that kind of thing. So I even went to Nashville later on and later than I I should have went. I mean, I went a little late and, uh, you know, I'd been in Nashville for a while and and then uh, was trying different things, you know, playing. I was obviously doing live shows and stuff on Broadway and different places and uh, and doing a lot of the singer-songwriter things. And my daddy at the time was my manager and he got me into a competition Long story short, between, I I didn't want to do the competition at all. I didn't really want to do it. There was a $25 entry fee. My daddy insisted he was going to pay it because he wanted me to be a part of this opportunity and it was televised all around Nashville. And I just didn't really want to do it. I'd been part of the country Colgate showdowns and uh, fortunately I won a few of those and you know, I was kind of tired of the talent show thing, you know? Right. And that's what I felt like it was. And uh, I did it, and I was looking at, you know, some of the contestants, and I knew some of them from around Nashville that were players, you know, that, and we were friends. We knew each other. And because uh, in Nashville, you know, you go and play. It's like if you get a gig, you know, like say you're playing, let's say, the stage one night. Well... It might be a 10 to 2 gig. Well, the people you play in that band at night might not be the same people you play in the band the next time there. You just kind of play, and everybody's booked, you know, and you get together, and you pretty much, all of you know the same music pretty much. So you can get in there and play with guys and girls that had played the same songs, you know, with other people. And, you know, the biggest change in it, you might say, well, you want to change the key in the song, you know. So I met some people there that, we're going to be in the competition and I was kind of talking to him. What are you going to play? What are you going to do in it? And we were all kind of laughing. We were lighthearted about it. We were like, yeah, well, I'm going to do this. And they were all doing new country at the time. Um, 
like they might be doing a Travis Tritt song. I might be doing this. So what I did is I reached way back in the hat and pulled out um, Chiseled in Stone from Burn Gost. And I thought, well, you know, this is a, you know, I wasn't taking it serious. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't taking it serious at all. So I just pulled something out of the hat, the song that I kind of liked. It was an older song and I thought it had some meaning to it. And it was a, like a, I want to say it was like a four-day competition. I mean, it was lots of people. I mean, it was people from all around the world. When I got there, I was kind of amazed that there were people from Australia there in this competition. So I was like, wow, maybe this is something to it. So I was sitting back in the uh, Gibson Auditoriums where it was held there in Nashville. And uh, and I was sitting back there mess playing some Gibson guitars back there. They actually make guitars there. And I was back in there pulling some of the real expensive ones off the top of the shelf, making my daddy nervous. He's like, if you drop that guitar, man, you'd probably be in debt for the rest of your life. <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> yeah. And I, mean, I was pulling off these Gibson doves. I mean, Gibson hummingbird. I mean, everything. I was just pulling everything off the top shelf. You know, I wanted to play some of these and see how good they did. They compare up the poncho of my guitar, you know, Martin guitar. And uh, so... I was, you know, just chilling out back there playing. And uh, when I went out and done my little deal there, I was like day number three, I think. I made it to the top 10, went on through that, and got went on up and on up. And, and there was two Michaels, one guy named Michael that uh, I won't mention his last names. I ain't talked to him in a while. I don't know if he wants me to mention his name, but he was a player around Nashville and he's a good singer, a lot of energy. And, uh, he didn't play guitar or nothing. He ran around the stage with a microphone. He was good. And so he, when they got to the, when we were, we were both in the top 10, we we're kind of like high-fiving each other. Well, we made the top 10. We we're kind of laughing because we thought it was a gimmick. I mean, to be honest with you, we really did. All right. So, um, so we got up. So the two top people were him and myself, you know, so they called out Michael. And I thought, and, I thought, well, that's me because I'm coming in number two because he was up there doing his stuff. And he's running around with Indian moccasins on like he always did, knee boots, you know. And just and I thought, well, he'll he'll probably win just because he's more charismatic than I am. So I'm just I'm one of these guys that stands up there with my guitar and sings. I don't I'm not jumping. I'm not swinging from no darn cables or nothing like Garth Brooks. You know, I'm just gonna play and sing if you like it, you like it. So. I went up there, my old cowboy boots on, and I wore around Nashville for a long time. The tread was wore off of them. They needed to be resold. I wasn't taking it serious, don't get me wrong. And I went up there and I had this lady that was making shirts for me at the time because I'd been opening up for Confederate Railroad and David Allen Coe and Travis Tritt on occasion and different people, you know, whoever I got a gig with and uh, trying to get my name out there. And I figured getting on those stages would do it. So I had one of my shirts on that I wore, and I, the most charismatic I got that day was I had a bright orange tomato-looking fluffy shirt. <laughs> and it was just a goofy-looking shirt. I mean, it really was. I mean, I don't know why I had her make this red one, and I had a brown vest on with it. Good old classic. Looked like I walked out of 1987, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I go up there, and I did my song and everything, and I heard people cheering, and clapping at me and stuff and yelling. It was people I knew, you know, that played with me. You know, we all were fans of each other. We we supported each other. And that's the way it should be in the music business anyway. There was only right. a few people that were 
people that you didn't really get along with because they thought they were better than others. So we'd uh, <laughs> get out there and I got this competition. I went sitting down with my daddy and I remember looking at him saying, well, I'm glad this crap's over with. I'm ready to go. And <laughs> I'm sitting there and the top two people were me and Michael. Two Michaels at the top. Wow. So they named Michael and he come in second and they they named me and I was like, darn, that's a trip I did win. And then come to find out I got picked up with promoters to go to England from there. And uh, so I got to go on tour in Europe. And, you know, that started off my European tours and stuff. So, right. you know, never, it was pretty cool. But that's how it all came about. But I did Chiseled in Stone from Burn Gosden. I don't know if I told you that yet, but that's an old country song. Right. Burn Gosden was called The Voice, you know, in Nashville. And uh, he was known to have a really pristine voice. And and I did that song. I liked it a lot. I always liked Burn Gosden. So I did that song and it worked. So. That's, well, I know that, people want to uh, see you perform in uh, the UK. They can go to your YouTube channel and be able to view one of those episodes that you had from being on tour there. Yeah, yeah, they're over there. And and I st I'm still, you know, friends with the guys I played with over there. They've been wanting me to come back. Of course, nobody's going anywhere right now, the pandemic, but, and who knows what, what's gonna come of all that, but I stayed up friends with all those guys that I went on tour with over there. You try to make friends in a business, you don't make enemies, I mean, you know, it's a, I did have a little saying for that, but I'm not going to say it on the air, but you just don't, <laughs> you don't do things to people coming down. You have to come back down that ladder sometime, you know? Yeah, so, you, you do. You really do. Say so there is people <laughs> that don't want to get along with anybody. and They usually are the ones you see that whatever happened to so-and-so, well, they don't have no friends anymore. <laughs> Music City Digital Media <laughs> So they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Well, listen, yeah. I know back in 2014, you also were the male vocalist of the year for the Artist Music Guild of America. And I did yeah. notice that they're still active and they're still a going place. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? And what did you do there? I just, I was nominated. That was a nomination through the Music Academy. Um, you know, I was nominated male vocalist of the year. I mean, I, like I said, I, I've been doing it for a long time and I've stayed active with stuff along the way. And, uh, and I try to get, I've gotten into a few little things like that. And people would say, Hey, you ever heard of this? And I say, yeah, I think I've heard of it. Whatever. I was just nominated, you know, it's a nomination thing. It's not something that, you know, I didn't put my name in there. I just, it just, the people, put my name in there, you know, as an independent artist, you know. Oh. I've been fortunate with a lot of people over the years, including you, doing such a great job the last few years of promoting me and, you know, doing things that, you know, put forward, take a lot of effort to do because people don't realize you're not going to be anything without promotions. I don't care. You can have the best song in the world and be the best singer and everything, but if you're not promoted on a certain level, you're not going, you're not going to be noticed from anybody. Right. You're just gonna sit there in, the, in your little circle right there and get high fives all day, but you're not gonna go anywhere. You gotta be promoted. And people yeah. like you do a great job and I appreciate it. But the Music Guild, that's what just what it was. People were trying to get me you know, noticed and an independent artist. Uh, I just 
you know, I'm just one of the millions out there that's playing and singing and hoping it works, you know. But right. it's, uh, it's a long road, but, you know, it's just we all do what we do. And I've never known how to do anything but play music, so I've kind of stayed with it. I didn't go to college or do nothing. I just I just said, well, if this don't work, we'll see what happens. I've always been right. a gambler anyway, I guess. So. Well, you kind of got to be in the music business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a gamble. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a gamble, you, that's for sure. You know that um, you performed with uh, quite a lot of people opening up for them, and I don't think a lot of our listeners even know half the people that you've opened up for. Do you want to talk about any of the, those people? Well, just anybody that would come along at the time, I could. Um, and I gravitated to a lot of them. Um, got to be friends with some of them really well. And some of the new listeners probably don't know these, some of these people, like Earl Thomas Conley. He was a a really great guy. He uh, he gave me a lot of direction. And, uh, and I mean, just Google. I mean, everybody that's listening to this probably knows how to Google. Just Google Earl Thomas Conley, and you'll probably know a song from him, even if you're young. And then, right. you know, Confederate Railroad and Danny Shirley got to be good friends with him. And, you know, just different people along the way. And Exile, Les Taylor, and um, Travis Tritt, David Allen Cove, and just, uh, Craig Morgan. Everybody's heard uh, uh Redneck Yacht Club and um, something about Sunday, some of them songs and just different people. I've worked with a lot of them and I was fortunate to work with a lot of them because uh, they give me experience on big stages. And that was a, uh, that's a totally different world too than playing in a little bar, or bistro or, you know, anywhere like that. It's a real f- formatted kind of show and punctuated on time and you know you have to get your stuff down and teach you how to be a a a artist out on you know on tour you know it really does it teaches you a lot about punctuality if you're a person that shows up late and don't do what they're told you probably gonna make it there either um but you uh you know it's just teaches you a lot of discipline and and the people that you get to see and meet you know along the way in that you find out real fast that they're just normal people just like you that just got a little bit luckier somewhere and and they got a they got their name out farther than you did and 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 there again and i would like to tell people that's listening that's that's wanting to be an artist and wanting to be a singer or songwriter it's all about the song. It's all about the right song. It's about timing. And it's a little luck. It's a little bit, it's a lot about the song. And it's a lot about your timing. You know, you can go and be there again, the best singer in the world and whatever. But if it's not the right time for your voice, then you probably ain't gonna make that hit, you know? It's a life of wisdom. It, you only get that stuff by living it. And and I, I paid my dues dearly <laughs> in many ways in music. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for what I've learned, what I've done, and where I've been. Right. Well, I just wanted to let everyone know, too, if they've not seen, you know, any of these photos of some of the people that 
you have been on tour with, they can look on your on your sites because you pretty much have displayed all of those uh, photos out there. So they're real rewarding yeah. to to see. Yeah, that was that was, was like I said, it was an honor. My daddy got me into a lot of the got me up in front of a lot of those people. Um, uh, my drummer was the reason I, my drummer at the time was the reason I got in front of Travis Tritt and then from there on uh, my day made a good rapport with uh, with production managers and stuff promotion managers and th that kind of thing and my day is one of the people everybody likes you know he's he can actually sell he can sell ice to the devil I'm pretty sure I mean, he, he just got well, that weight you know, he's everybody likes my daddy. I mean, he's he's always been he's just a common working man, you know, just he knows how to relate to people. He don't he is what he is. And well hats off to him for putting all the efforts into helping you out because uh I think he really did a great job. Yeah, he did. He uh he done a pretty darn good job. Um but you know, after after years of doing it, and uh, and you know, we all slow down a little bit, you know. So somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, that is absolutely correct. <laughs> Sounds like a song, doesn't it? Somewhere along the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I know that you're playing some new music, and um, but I want to talk about right now about the current EP that you have out right now, the I Go Crazy EP. Um, you have a collection of songs there that, uh, you know, what what devised you to pick those tracks and which one of those tracks was the most important to get onto that EP? Well, I Go Crazy became the most important one um, because we had had another song and uh, the publishers that we were getting them from the publishing house pulled the song because there was a there was a we don't know who it was but it was another artist that had already had a recording contract that their their people wanted that song so they put a halt on that song so it meant we couldn't touch it and I'd already learned the song so my producer and, and understand I'm not going to name names when it comes to producers and things like that Except for Lisa Swift, because that's you. You're my promoter, but um, <laughs> I, can, I think I can get away with that name. But uh, I don't mention a lot of those names because I hadn't, you know, sometimes people just don't want their name out there unless, you know, you get their permission. But my producer at the time told me that he came to me and said, well, do you have another song that you believe in? Because we had built a good relationship by then and we'd already started a recording process. And he told me that. I, I, I believe he trusted my judgment. And I said, well, I've got this one song I've played in shows for a few years now that was a 70s hit and and it's not my song. And I think he was shocked because he probably thought I was going to pick one of my own, but I didn't. And I said, I've got my own version of it. And I said, if you want to hear it. So um, the guys in the studio, um, I can mention Jeff King. I know he wouldn't care um, from Reba McIntyre's band, her lead guitar player. He he was playing guitar on this project and I sit down with him and some other studio musicians in there in the studio and said, well, here's what I do. So I said, I got the song. 
the reason I think it might be a good pick is because so many people come up to me after a show and want to know what album I have it on. Or they might know it, want to, and some young people, when I say young, maybe late teens or whatever during a festival will say, is that your song? You know, I said, well, they really don't know who this is. So we went through all the, um, the I played it for them, they loved it. They said, we got to make it a country song, so they did. And they, as country as they thought we should do at the time. And uh, we recorded it and put it on this project and it's done real well so far. I was really shocked. It wasn't really, I didn't think it would do this well so far. Oh, it's done really good. So I, I know you want to uh, come in today and play that acoustically for us. And, you know, I'm all down for that. <laughs> so yeah. uh, do you want to play a snidbit of that right now? Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it. Why not? Music City Digital Media Network. I got crazy by Michael Ken. You know when I look 
Yeah, wasn't that that's one one great song there, Michael. I really do enjoy it. It's got so many streams. It does seem to be the fan favorite out of all of the songs on there. All of them though, yeah, all, sure. although are doing very well. Yeah, they're doing they're doing pretty good. Um there's one song I picked on that project you were asking about the songs and uh <laughs> Let the good times roll was, you know, that song's been misinterpreted a few times and uh, it's pretty good to set the record straight with it. It wasn't. A, I was contacted by email I, and, uh, you know, and I know you've seen the email, too, about um, people thought it was taken the wrong way, you know, but it wasn't about the line in there saying I was a rebel child. It meant I was kind of rebellious when I was young. That's what it was about. But somebody misinterpreted it. And it's a, just let the good times roll. It's a song. If you listen to the lyrics about it, it's just a song about me finding my way, you know, when I was young. Right. And, I think uh, that's all in a matter of how people interpret things now, you know, it is. it's a, it's a higher level than I've ever expected. And I never would have expected to that song, but yeah, you know, I, I was. I tried to listen to that, and I tried to get on that same basis, and I didn't. I didn't get that either. But you know, you just have to move on from stuff like that, and you know, try to not let it affect you because you know, in real life, you know that that's not what it's about. But I'm glad that you did have the opportunity to at least express that because you know, you don't know who else is going to hear that song, and probably think the same thing. So they get the yeah. first first bit of it of hearing it from the person that's actually singing the song and what the interpretation was about and that's what yeah. i like when talking to the artists is we know yeah. everything about the song well society's so, gotten real shallow-minded a lot of times about you know certain things that they people are real judgmental you know right and and i guess they kind of look at you know, people are on the edge these days and for whatever reason, people don't know how to take a, a virtual nerve kill. <laughs> people are just like freaked out. I mean, people are so touchy these days, you can't hardly say anything or do anything without people taking it the wrong way. That's amazing. I mean, There's not more songs about that. <laughs> they're probably I would have made a song. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been working on writing a song about people's... Uh, being shallow you know and i'm gonna have to take it in the, in the right way but uh but i mean it's something that's dear to my heart i mean this this stuff that's going on in the world right now so people i mean i let me say in america right now right. um people taking things out of context and you know causing divide 
in America where it shouldn't be, where it shouldn't be. And, uh, and I want to write a song that's going to make a difference for that. I mean, I know enough people I can get it to that uh, it might get heard. And that's what that's one thing I have hopes on this album that, you know, getting high streams and it might bring some, you know, attention to some of the stuff that I'm doing and, and what I'll be doing in the future because, you know, it's it's just important. That's what songs are is a is a way to to minister to people. Maybe that's a good word for it. You can right. you can minister the right message. You can minister the wrong message. You know, but. Um, but that's what we have to be as artists. We have to be vehicles for the truth, in my opinion. And uh, I pick songs for that reason, you know. Right. Um, I pick, I mean, I'm not big on, I don't mind writing my own song and putting it out there. But if there's somebody that's got one better, I'll take it and do it. Because there's always a better song. <laughs> it's like there's always <laughs> a better singer. That's why I told this yeah. one guy one time uh, he was a, uh, People think that, you know, they, they're God's gift sometimes. And I, I told this one guy in Nashville, I'll never forget, he's, he was uh, one of those that thought that he was better than everybody. I said, you know what? There's always a better singer and there's always a better guitar player. So always be humble, you know, yeah. keep yourself humble because when you think you're that, you're not going to be anymore. So, and that's the same way about songwriting. If I find a song somebody's got, I'll take it and sing it any day, you know? Because right. if it touches me, I know it'll touch the people. And that's my next song that I'm I'm doing. I don't know why I picked it. I picked it. I heard it and I was like, wow, this is a really I, good song. So I feel like it would be a good one to come in with next. Yeah, I noticed that uh, you had been coming in and out of your YouTube. And I know that you've been playing around with the new song. And, you know, I, I do want to draw traffic to that because I want people to come and check out your YouTube because you are throwing some incredible stuff out there but you are also working on a new project do you want to talk about that project right now or you want to talk about it later well I mean I, I can touch bases on it's briefly I, um, I have a lot of heroes and and music and and people who I admire like even if I don't admire their voice I mean admire their all their music I admire some people's voice really good and there's certain people I'll listen to because I want to get better and uh, and you know I, I'm not no spring chicken so I'm trying to you know trying to get better as I am right now and so I was listening to an artist I really like and I heard a I heard his version of this song that I'm going to do, and I thought, God, I won't do it better than him, but you know, I'll, I'll just do it my way. I'm going to put my inflection in on it. And uh song written by Buddy Hyatt, and uh, it's called Say Hello to Heaven. And the message really hit me pretty good because uh, I, I, I know that it's something that happens a lot in America, and I'm not going to give it away, but it'll be on that song. But... Um, it happens a lot in life and leaves people starting a new life. And it kind of hit me and I was like, you know, that'd be a great song to do. It's not a religious song by any stretch, but it's it might sound to be, but it's not. It's, uh, it's a message. And uh, I just thought you that I would of, do it. You kind of have a little bit of exclusive clip for people to hear today, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah, I can pick a little bit of it. Uh, 
it's not it's not finalized exactly the way I'm probably going to do it in the studio, but um, it's pretty close, and I don't mind letting people see the development of something because I mean that's what it is. It's a right now it's still an idea as far as where I'm going to do it. We're supposed to be in the studio hopefully by May, and uh, as long as these allergies don't kick me real hard, I'll go in there and try to do it. Right. But uh, we'll do a little clip of it then. Okay. Well, we'll do. We'll close that up at the show, and uh, yeah. we'll let everybody know that this is coming in, and that you know people are going to be able to hear it for the first time here on Music City Digital Media Network. But you know, I have, I have like a couple more things I want to ask you. Yeah. Um. You know, your friends have been coming in um, in mass quantities on Twitter and on Facebook and real noticeable. And are there any particular fans that you have out there that you would like to say something to? Well, I just want to be honest <laughs> with you, instead of calling names out, I just, I want to thank everybody that's that's been here for years and stuck with me. I've had so many people, like I said, I've been doing this a long time, and uh, I've had people come and go, you know, and I've seen artists come and go too um, that give up on their dream or whatever. But but I've had a lot of people from the beginning and even some newcomers come that have really supported me they leave nice comments which people don't realize the comments people do on youtube and on social media sites when they take the time to leave a comment instead of just clicking a like or something and i appreciate the likes and stuff too but when they leave a comment it encourages you you know right and it gives you a little bit more fuel for the car you know um because sometimes we're unsure if, if we're if doing things right or whatever. But I just really want to thank everybody that's been here all, the whole time. I mean, and that's been here since the beginning and the new ones that are coming in. I mean, right. I pre see, people don't realize that artists are not, people that are singers or guitar players, whatever, without, without the people who will listen to them, they're nothing. I could right. play my guitar all day long and nobody ever hear it. Nobody never know I do it. But when people do support you, you know, and however they do it, that's what keeps us going. And that's what makes you who you are. Right. You know, it makes you want to do it. That's what makes me want to do it. I mean, it's not about the money or anything else. I mean, I like to get paid like anybody else, but it's really about, um, for me over the years is the fans. I got into where I don't want to let people down. I might not have the biggest fan base in the world, but I've, the people who are there, I like to still put stuff out for them because I know they enjoy it, and that's good. They're, so, they're absolutely genuine, every one of them. And uh, I watch them. Mm -hmm. I watch the old ones, and I watch the new ones. And I'm like, yeah. you people are amazing. <laughs> you know, I yeah. just thought they were great. So, yeah, you know, I wanted you to. I just wanted you to have that opportunity to do them a little shout out and, you know tell them that you know that we we do appreciate everything that they're doing for you yeah yeah definitely and i appreciate when they subscribe to youtube and and uh and follow on the social media sites on twitter's gotten really good and um y'all have done real good with the michael ken um promotions and all of that stuff and and all that you've done i mean 
like I said, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't, you know, we're not known unless we have promotions and y'all have done a really great job. You have done more than, than anybody's done in, for my career, you know, just pushing, you know, and like I told you, you know, I mean, you know some of my frustrations more than a lot. And uh, I've, <laughs> in times that everybody has doubt, self-doubt, you know, when you're an entertainer and self-doubt lives with you every day. Um, right. Regardless, some people wouldn't admit up to it, but I do. Um, we don't never really know unless the fans tell us. Right. If the fans don't react to something you do, then you take it as not being good, you know? And that that can haunt, that's a haunting thing to live with an artist. And whether you be an actor or whatever you might do, you be a singer, songwriter, whatever, you're not getting any kind of reply to your to your message that you're putting out there, then then you know you're unsure about it. So you just have to kind of keep doing it and hoping it works. And I don't know how I've stayed doing this. Well, I do. I actually do. I don't, I've not known how to do. It. I'm I'm literally what they call the old school pickers. You know, I'm an old old player. I'm a music guy. That's what I've always done, and I guess that's what I'll always do um, before I jump off the wave, before it hits the shore, you know? But, uh. Well, that's like your motto, you know? It is. That you've yeah, always it is. Done. Yeah, so, it is. <laughs> it is. And, um, but, I mean, that's just what I do. I mean, I, you know, it's just like, you know, I, that's why I'm fascinated a lot of times when people tell me what they do for a living. I sit there and I look and see, I look at them when they're talking about it, wondering if they really love it, you know, right. because everybody has a calling. Some people just don't ever find it, but everybody's supposed to be doing something. Right. That's what I tell everybody every day on, on the network. Listen, you need to move your music every day. You need to put it everywhere every day. Uh, a yeah. lot of people probably don't know that you're one of the co-owners of Music City Digital Media. Uh, do you want to tell them your role here uh, at at the media place? Well, my role here is is to be an it's a inspiration and to encourage people and uh, to to help them along the way. If they need to know how to sign up, you know how to get their music published. If they need to know how to um, get their music copywritten. They need to know how to um, keep a sane mind in the wild world of music. Um, I can talk to them. I can help. You know, there again, you know, you have not because you ask not. Right. You know, if people, if people <laughs> don't reach, if they don't reach out and, and ask you, then you can't help them. I hadn't, you know, I want to be able to help people, you know, if they'll listen. I mean, you know, a person has to be humble enough to ask and, I fortunately, I, I not blowing, not not giving myself a pat on the back. But I've one thing I've always done is I've always went to people. And I remember asking old Thomas Collins one time. I said, "You got any advice for me?" I said, "Is there anything you could tell me?" I'll never forget this. And he looked at me and he said, he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, "Son, there's a long way between me and you." A lot of people probably take that as a is a kind of like a, an arrogant statement. He wasn't meaning that. He was trying to tell me, I've seen all this stuff come to pass. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
And he right. told me, he said, all I want you to do is keep your nose clean. Because he was best friends with Keith, an older country singer, Keith Whitley. And uh, and I was asking him about Keith, you know, about his who he was, because I was wanting to know. And uh, and Earl just told me, he said, there's a long way between me and you. And he was just telling me, you know, you need to keep your nose clean. I've seen it. I've seen them come and go. He said, but if you want to survive in this business, then you stay humble and you keep doing what you're doing. Because I think he was surprised, you know, I was out there trying to make my mark. You know, I'm out there opening up for him. And a lot of opening acts will now do the, the, the main act because it's going to get them known. But like I said, I always go up there and play my guitar and sing. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, well, maybe somebody else will. But he, he told me that. And, and that's what I, the thing I'd want people to know is you got to be able to, you got to think about things and ask people who's already been there. If I seek wisdom from somebody, I'm not going to ask somebody that hadn't done nothing. Right. <laughs> I'm going to ask somebody that's done it all. I mean, right. I've got buddies of mine that have made major mistakes in this business. I mean, major mistakes. We all make them. And I'll, and I'll, I learn from them. Okay, well, you've seen what he did. It didn't work for him. Don't do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And, and I'm talking about some of the best singers and musicians that you'd ever encounter in your life. People you look at sitting there and the, the whole room just stops because they walk in the door. And they may not be on the biggest stage in the world, but I'll tell you what, there's something to be. There are force to be reckoned with when it comes to their talent. And I, I seek wisdom from people who have been there and done it. And and I listen to what they say, hopefully. I mean, I try to. Well, you know but what it is. You know what it's like to be young and be excited and overzealous to be an older and being secure and stable. So yeah. you, you had the stable advice at a younger stage. And then you're trying, you know, you're gung-ho. But you want to be like that stable person over here so yeah i i, I totally get it <laughs> yeah i do yeah so, uh, I... uh, tell everyone where they can find you and find your music well you can find it on itunes um spotify um apple music and amazon and all the music hosts music's out there and uh we've got several albums out there that are on um, on there and uh i've got on um, facebook uh, michael ken fan page on facebook a lot of people don't know it's there and we've got twitter um it's official michael ken twitter and then we've got um, Instagram, I'm sitting here going through my head trying to think of it. And uh, am I missing anything, Lisa? Well, you're actually uh, Michael Ken Music on Twitter. <laughs> you're uh, official mm-hmm. Michael Ken on Instagram. Yeah, and, that's it. A bit confused. And then you got your YouTube channel, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Michael Ken Music? I believe that's right. I think, it, I think it's just Michael Ken, I think. Um, okay. I guess and they'll find Michael it. And on Facebook. Yeah, 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 that's it. And uh, that's the active sites anyway. And Reverb Nation, I do Reverb Nation. Um, 
Michael Kent's on there too. But yeah, it's. You're also on the network and you're also on the face group, uh, face, Facebook group network. So. Right. Yeah. And that's the digital media. Right. So, you know, everybody can find you at those, those places. And then of course, you know, I put you everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If y'all can keep up, then that's where you'll find us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Has there been anything that maybe I didn't cover that you would like to say? Uh, one about the music that is old, the music that is new, or what your future plans are. Is there anything that maybe you want to say extra that you want everyone to know? I just want everybody to know to uh, just to follow those areas and. Uh, and just if you're an artist out there and you're trying to get, you you have questions, just contact us over Music Digital Media. And uh, you can also contact me in a DM on any of those other sites also. I'll con- I'll talk to you there. Um, but, you know, just I, like I said, my future right now is just recording music. Um, we're just recording right now. It's not a whole lot of live music right now as far as in my camp anyway. And I'm um, just kind of sitting back seeing how the world's gonna go for the moment and uh, and just recording. And I wanna keep putting music out there and recording and, and hopefully I can be a help to somebody who's trying to get into it. I mean, if you want my help, I mean, sell it to you. Like I said, you know, I can help you any way I can. And All I'm right. sure you will also, Lisa, you'll help them because you're a pretty wise soul with this music business too. All right, um, I've been throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done a great job, and I appreciate everything you've done. Um, you've encouraged me a few times, and I've been a little frustrated <laughs> over the years. I'm not going to let you quit. <laughs> so Yeah, I can tell. I'm yeah, going to keep you going. But, well, I have an ultimate go for you. So, And that's one thing I tell people. You need to, you need to set a go each year. I don't care. Yeah if it sounds ridiculous just make that go and you try to climb it and get there yeah so and that's what i have for you um listen so i'm going to let you tell the people the next song that you're about to play and you know that it's coming up so do you want to bring it on in yeah yeah dial it in here i'll <laughs> get it all set up here yeah uh been fascinated with my effects board. I've been, it's this pandemic thing's been keeping me uh, busy with messing with things I normally wouldn't do it, do. And I've been messing with my pedal boards and stuff for my guitar and playing around with that. And as well, writing music and learning music. And this song right here is I want to tell everybody to check out this summer. It should be out, I'm hoping it'll get out by July or August. Depends on how long it takes us to get it all. All right. I'm prepared for Spotify and and the other music platforms. Um, Say hello to heaven. Michael Ken. Here Here it comes, folks. And thank you all for listening and being a part of the show today. And we're going to close out with this brand new track by Michael Ken. You have a wonderful evening. This little song will be coming up. I want to thank everybody on Spotify. 
my next recording project here. A song written. My buddy Hot. A song called Say Hello to Heaven.